0: what's going on tamers it's your boy varney just want to come at you before the episode and say real quick number one dan and i apologize for the lack of episodes within the last three going on four months actually as you guys know before we left off with the last episode i was having my second daughter she's alive and well and i am so grateful and proud for that um that being said it's been a rough time adjusting you know playing digimon doing the podcast editing family life and whatnot for dan the boy just graduated um, he has graduated college. He's looking for a job. He's playing Digimon. You know, it's been it's been a busy time for both of us, uh, adjusting, trying to get together, do this stuff, and do the editing. Um, I've taught Dan the ropes of how to edit these podcasts, so um, we can distribute that workload so that neither one of us is shouldering it entirely. Um, So we're gonna try to be doing these on a more consistent basis. That being said, uh, we did record a few episodes during our three month No, it wasn't really a break because we we were recording, just we never had time to edit and get them out. Um, That being said, uh, this episode that you guys are going to listen to was the first one we recorded uh, after the Digifest results. So definitely a while ago. Um, It is now coming out because this is the first one that we edited. Um, It was Dan's first episode that he edited. So, you know, enjoy it. it's pretty good for his first time not gonna lie dan did a pretty damn good job with this one so props to him um i think you guys are definitely gonna enjoy this even though it is about bt7 so out of out of the current format but nonetheless it is digimon content we love digimon content right Um, Anyways, enjoy the episode. Look forward to future content. We've got two more episodes that we recorded within the last three months that will be coming out soon. And we will be looking to do these more consistently. Enjoy, guys. Tamers, welcome to DigiPod, the digital podcast. I'm your boy Varney, host of Varney's Card Lair. Back in the studio for the first time in like three weeks with the boy Dan.
1: What's up, Dan? What's up, Varney? We're back, people. We're back. We're t- Sorry for the hiatus.
0: We told y'all <laughs> it would happen. Unfortunately, that is what happens when baby happens. Baby is alive and well. That is always a plus. Family is good.
1: Always great. Always great to hear.
0: Always great. We've been wanting to do this episode for... Almost two weeks now, Um, this is the first time we've actually been able to sit down, so here we are, we are going to be talking about BT7, y'all saw it in the title, y'all knew it was coming, we're going to be covering Digifest results, going to be covering uh, basically just BT7 results as a whole, Uh, Digifest has been our big BT7 tournament, so therefore, it's just going to be the Blue Hybrid, I mean it's going to be the Digifest show, you know, so
1: yeah aka the blue hybrid <laughs> show like you're about blue to say you know you know all right but first
0: you know before we get off, definitely good good
1: i was gonna say definitely in our opinion on what's going on in the game too
0: oh you know but you know before we get off into Digifest and bt7 and blah 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 we gotta talk about locals because that's what we do every yeah. time however i haven't so, been at locals for the last three weeks so dan you take the cake
1: it's the dance show now. It's Let's go. We've taken over. <laughs> nah, but I'll just side. Um, yeah, three weeks has been fun. Honestly, I've been really enjoying BT7. Uh, I've been enjoying, like, the deck building process that's been happening because Hybrids has introduced us a different way of building our decks, as you've seen, because you've been messing with a lot with Yellow Hybrid and, like, the variations you've done. Um, And we've seen that in our locals a lot, honestly. Uh, so... Let's see. We got to backtrack a little bit. 3 weeks ago, I played What did I play? Oh, purple.
0: Was it Chirubi?
1: Champion? No, oh, no I played it was Purple True Yeah, purple
0: purple uh, rush.
1: Uh yeah, I updated I updated it. Um got second place with it. I lost to uh Red Hybrid, that's what it was. Red Hybrid in the finals. Um when your RNG doesn't work with Icemon <laughs> and you just get smacked for four <laughs> checks in one swing. Oh boy, <laughs> that's what happens, Always right? Hurts. Um, and the crazy part, of it, like game one of that match, I like smacked them up real quick. Like I was just izmon comboing, summon izmons uh, going to promotes, going to whatever else I had. Um, it was going well, real well. And then uh, game two and three, I just I barely saw an izmon when my Scatamo would die, which it died frequently, surprisingly, because everybody knows, you know, Aizmon, uh, <laughs> Scatamo has jamming. <laughs> Sweeto ass
0: jamming, yeah.
1: Yo, for real. Um, and I would hit, and they just, I wasn't getting Aizmon out. So, like, that was rough. And then um, I had made some changes from the first time we had talk, talked about me playing that deck, and the things I changed was adding Purple Mimi, that was huge. Honestly, um, having another two cost tamer to just drop, even going first is kind of like ideal because you don't want to give your opponent that much memory. And then obviously the effect of when you play a ta- when you play an option card, you gain one memory. So a lot of times most, um, option cards in that type of deck, even in little loop also, um, have a lot of one cost, uh, option cards. So it becomes free <laughs> and we always love free. Um, and the other card I was not really too thrilled about after playtesting with it, playing it in the tournament was, uh I was playing the Two cost Purple Matt. So what that does is on your turn, when one of your Digimon uh, dies, you gain a memory. So like on paper, it was cool. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna purposely kill my scatter modes and then suspend Matt, gain a memory. But for some odd reason, I would have the worst luck and they wouldn't die when i had it out or something or um because it's a your turn effect when my eyes mod did die it would be on my opponent's turn so i couldn't gain that memory and honestly most times i just use it as a hybrid just to evo into a what was a lowry and um yeah i wasn't really feeling it and i added some other changes to it i don't remember right now and i wasn't really too thrilled with it i felt like it ruined like this consistency I had previously, and that was um, me running four Rotomons, which that card is when trash from a hand you draw one, so I just kept drawing. And I also used to have the uh, Sora Mimis, the uh, four cost, and that was also a good card for just continuing to um, go through your deck because the effect is when when attacking, you get to draw one and discard one. So then that, in that type of deck, that's all you want to do, honestly. And that that felt like that ruined like the consistency of the deck a little bit. Yeah, I um, I think people sleep
0: on Sora Mimi because it's yeah, it's memory gaining effect. Honestly, is the worst of all the dual tamers, but the value it provides in terms of being a purple card. Is immense, especially when sometimes it takes just a couple more like you know, for example, you don't have that scatter mode, which is what kicks off your whole engine, or you don't have, you know, something else to die. You don't have your draw six trash four stack set up with a demi maragabu and a scatter mode, like that Sora Mimi with that mm-hmm. um I think especially in the early game, in the late game, it's kind of it's, pa- it's passable. Uh, sometimes you may not need it just because at that point you've already filtered what you needed to filter but it helps in those situations where you don't have that scatter mode to swing and start helping you filter through the deck and i think it's underrated in that aspect
1: uh yeah definitely um it definitely is and then especially if you have like two on board it's draw two discard two and if you have cards in your hands that you want to discard it just like it just continues going with the the plays, and let's say if you don't have, let's say your scatter mode didn't die or whatever, or if you even have a scatter mode in the grave already, and you have a bunch of eyes on in hand, hey, you could still discard them, and guess what, you could still play them. <laughs> exactly. Know? Which is kind of cool, honestly.
0: And then let's not um, talk about calling from darkness because <laughs> oh yeah,
1: you could like you know, loop that, and it's great. It's busted. <laughs> and the fact that you don't need to. Guys, rulings, ruling time, Um, call from the darkness. You do not need to delete one of your Digimon to get its effect off. And you also don't need to gain, grab two cards from the grave also, which is kind of crazy.
0: Specifically, the ruling is you can activate it without having a legal target on the field, meaning that you don't have to have a Digimon. Because its effect says, delete one of your Digimon, period. Then return up, is it return up to two? Return return up to to. two
1: cards, two Digimon, purple Digimon. Return up to two
0: purple Digimon cards from your trash to your hand. So the ruling isn't that you don't need to delete. It's more specifically that you can use it without having a legal target on the field. Meaning that you can just, you can start your turn with absolutely nothing. Play it for one, return your stuff, and then play one of the stuff that you just, that you just returned.
1: Yeah. Do you know how many times I won? Because like... Let's say it's like close to end game. and I need to promote something. And just for some reason, I didn't have a target to delete. I would just play that. And then uh, my opponent would be like, you can't play that. I was like, technically, I can. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I can do this. And then they're questioning me. And then i will be like, hey, uh, does anybody know the rule?" And they'd be like, yeah, he can do such and such. And I'd be like, I told you so. Continue with my life. And I would, Yeah, <laughs> You it's, know. It's one of those situations um, with stuff. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, So that was cool. And all. um, what was the other week? I remember last week's, obviously. Um, Oh, yeah. I did another week where I played Machine Jamon again. And I was just doing Machine Jamon things. And I lost again in the finals. This time to Jessmon. Um... You're not supposed the boy, to lose to Jessmon. I know. The boy <laughs> Amari, he like, he did not break at all. And he went through the whole fu- the whole oh, thing,
0: just smacked him. Oh, he went god hand.
1: Yeah, yeah, he, he really did. <laughs> the man was drawing nuts every time. He was just getting it. And honestly, uh, I lost 2 1. And the reason why I lost, especially game one specifically, was because I just did not couldn't I could not get an Andromon or a Mega Jamon that inheritable gives blocking. And I just couldn't get one for some odd, some odd reason. And I needed to block his piercing. And I just couldn't. And so that's that's what ended up costing me the game. Uh, game two, I like easily uh, smacked him because um KS effect. <sighs> I've talked about this before. And in Jesmon, uh, you have a lot of low cost, uh, low DP in st- both system mods and Huckmon. So I was just like popping them off the field. And I was like, all right, let me get rid of these nuisances real quick. <laughs> and then I'll like swing his and and stuff, swing um, over it. Yeah, beautiful. And then, like, what's super clutch was uh, Metal Greymon, also Metal to, Greymon to, from like, EX01. Or EX01, gotcha. No, EX01, uh, because I would evo it over like my Guardian and stuff. And then I think we talked about it in previous episodes. Um, his when attacking effect is oh, yes. when attacking your opponent, uh, your player. Uh, you can delete a Digimon with 4,000 or less DP. So that's all system mods, I think, except wait. No, yeah. it's not SEAL. Seal no, is five K. Seal is five K, five K, my fault. But the important one is block, obviously. Yeah, exactly. And Huckmon, obviously. So like it would clear out blockers and stuff. It was great. Um Yeah, and then like game three again. I just didn't I just didn't get the blocker, surprisingly. And that was like the huge issue. Um and that's a, that's why I ended up losing. I was surprised my Lost, no lie. <laughs> <'Cause> the, <laughs> the last time I played Jesmon with Machine Jamon, it was like easy cleanup, two, one 2 three, like 2-0, because block, having Blocker on a Machine Jamon is like OP against Jesmon because they can't go through it for piercing. Definitely. I
0: think uh, Jessmon is
1: one of those decks that like when it when it
0: does its thing it's unstoppable and there's nothing yes. any deck can do against it there's no Absolutely amount of not. game planning no amount of deck building no amount of sidecarding that you can do that can stop Jessmon from doing what it does and that's just because i think and we we'll, we're going to talk about this in a future episode specifically the Jessmon starter decks um i think when bandai decided to make Jessmon i think not only are they preparing it preparing us for jessmon gx um i think they made jessmon as the they knew what okay so we said in a previous episode with savior huck they didn't restrict it because it was you know uh it was a problem because everybody complained about it no they restricted it because it was such a good deck and they they knew it was a good deck but they just didn't expect people to still be playing it um hence why the starter deck is coming out which just <laughs> The starter deck is a whole different beast and it enables a whole bunch of new busted plays and I think the way that they're making it is it's going to be the ultimate toolbox deck um, that is quite literally capable of doing every and anything, especially for a red deck. So it's just something that I think when Bandai made it, they just knew that when it kicks off, it kicks off. It was smart for them. To not make the sistermons be red and they made them white, it adds that. Oh, it would have been busted, right? It it adds that (laughs) air of inconsistency that sucks sometimes. Which is why you need dedicated huckmon searchers. Correct. Um, that's the only thing that you know shoots the deck in its own foot because without the sistermons, Jessmon does nothing. Uh, that's just that's just straight up what it is. Um, and so when you're when you're dedicating what is it, anywhere between 7 to 10 cards of deck space just for these cards that enables your Jessmon place, it can really be inconsistent. But that being said, when that deck works, you're not stopping it. So everybody who's listening, like, if you face a Jessmon deck and you get your ass whooped by it just just take it on the chin bro i've come to that conclusion (laughs) like i love yellow hybrids and yellow hybrids will get absolutely wrecked by jessmon just because it is what it is you know and i think you shouldn't harp on what can really be an unwinnable match and that is just, unfortunately, how Bandai made the deck. And does Bandai intend to rectify that? No, they do not. Nah, <laughs> no, they intend to like... make it even more busted.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's oh. like, it's almost like a, it's like a, it's like a boxer, yo. It's like Mike Tyson. You're going to get <laughs> smacked. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody gets smacked by Mike Tyson. It's all right. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but you cashed him on the wrong day, you exactly. know, but, um, yeah, like, Jesma is just uh, easily since Digimon's been around, the best OTK deck we have. The problem with it is just the inconsistencies of it. That's why that's why Jetsmart is not getting as much playing time in like big tournaments as we as we see in uh, the the GFS. That would ha- that would happen. Um, but, but you know, but what's still, funny? again, like like I just said, like the best OTK deck you can just one shot kill someone, easy. No problem, keep it going, like, you know? It's just a problem of getting to it.
0: But you know what's funny? You don't even need it to be an OTK deck. Like, if we didn't have Greymon, like, of course, it wouldn't be as powerful. But at the same time, and I think this is what Bandai's true intention with it was, they just didn't intend for it to be used with Greymon, probably. Um, Because they, they definitely intended for the sec plus one, just not on your level four they expected it on the level five the new volcano mon from the starter deck has a sec plus one inheritable i think that's what their true intention was i think you know it was a starter deck card let's be honest graymon was a starter deck card it is one of the only cards to give sec plus one outside of a level like under a level five the only other one to do that is sunariza and those cards command the prices that they do because sec plus one on a rookie and a champion is so powerful Um, Oh,
1: definitely
0: neither card is going to get limited uh but arguably when jessmon gets its new pieces there's a question to be had as to whether or not you actually play the greymon because when you're talking about consistency what can be more consistent than running eight bowhawks five saviors (laughs) yeah um what is going to be a total of 12 hawk ones Yes. And eight Jessmons essentially. If
1: uh, you want. <laughs> if
0: you if you had wanted, exactly. Right, right, right. Uh that's just you're you're talking about what is that, 12, 20, 25. Let's say, let's say like 32. If you were right. running like six Jessmon or seven Jessmon. You're you're running 32 searchable cards off of a Huckmon. You are whiffing not so often in, in that type of Absolutely build. not. Oh, wait. Sorry, I forgot. There's going to be like 10 sister mons in there. So, it's actually <laughs> yeah. 40. That's 42 searchable
1: cards. You're not. Definitely. That's definitely possible, yo. It's, I think there's. There's going to be way more consistency in the future, I think.
0: Yeah, there's going to be a lot to be said about running Greymon in those decks. I know it's still going to be done, of course. Oh, but, yeah. Um, you know, we're gonna see what Jessmon really morphs into. Is it still OTK or does it become more of a control deck? Because is it still worth playing that Greymon when you know you're not having the unsuspend from the Savior Huck? You're only getting one of them potentially. Time will tell, but let's not harp yeah, yeah. on that for too long. The only other thing I wanted to say that's is that's a future
1: episode, <laughs> that is
0: definitely a future episode. The only other thing I wanted to say is Machines Dramont. I have seen. A couple machine a few machine Dramon builds
1: don't do it don't do it no
0: no I'm not, I'm not gonna do it all I'm gonna say <laughs> we're gonna say talk is, about tomorrow. are we we're gonna talk about all I'm gonna no, say right. is I I'm personally a I'm not a fan of running anything less than 12 ultimates for your machine Dramons that's number Agreed. one number two I don't particularly agree with 4k Dramon. But that's only because in my testing, I've had it sit in my hand more often than I wanted to. Uh, it's not a bad thing per se. It might be because my build is a little bit unorthodoxy because I do run the older machine, Um So that could Terrible. be why as well. But you know, I don't. I'm not gonna gripe on that one as hard. What I don't like. Is four analog
1: four boy. analog boys? yes. I, I agree. four analog I think boy. That's if you're n- if
0: you're not playing loop, I don't know why you're playing four analog boy. And let me let me put it this way: Mario's gaming world made a Machine Gromon <laughs> profile, and he himself said he thought he wouldn't need champions, but having four Huguruman in the deck, because you do want four Huguruman. Huguruman is your Machine machinedramon graceful charity discard any machine or cyborg draw two you want four of that you don't even have to play the black base because you're never you never want to digivolve it you just want to hard play that so it actually it works perfectly whether you play the purple base which i don't like the purple base either and i'll tell you why in a second but the purple base or the blue base and so you just want to hard slam those Mons. now what do you do with those Mons after well you know typically you'll swing with them right but you can get so much more value out of them if you play gardromon
1: 100% Classic i don't understand collection why gardromon is so good i don't understand why people don't run it and people will cut it like, out
0: entirely and i'm just like Look, 100% you are playing what you, what you should be playing personally the correct ratio for these level 5s are two metal tyranomon two andromon and one metal mamemon the reason you want two, two, and one is because uh, Metal Tyrannomon gives you reboot, and Andromon gives you blocker, and those two inheritables are so clutch. So you want to be able to see it, but you don't want too many because remember your Machine dramon has to put different names underneath. But those Correct. are the perfect amount. I think that's the perfect ratio, and I think people forget that they have when evolving abilities, which say when evolving. Yep. Reveal top three cards to your deck, take one level six machine type, trash the rest. If you digivolve, exactly. so you, you hard play your you're trashing something you draw to. You digivolve in the roman you're plussing on a card. You digivolve into one of those five, you are plussing on another card, and then filling up your trash with three more, potentially adding your machine Dramon or Chaos Drawn to hand.
1: But wait, there's more. But and wait, he's exactly. Swing with set ultimate and guess what effect discard another cyborg slash machine and draw two and if it, if it's clutch like the metal tyramon what you do is you swing you don't die you get your pluses then you digivolve on top of it and guess what you got reboot now you're back your backup's just unsuspended you're like super clutch it's so good guardramon's Inheritable alone. Don't even oh, consider the fact that he's a
0: blocker, which can be useful also. in some matches.
1: Six K also. Six K
0: or and you know if you play it the way that I play it and Dan plays it, you play it with the with the um, black boosting tie. That's seven K. That means it can't be suspended Oof. by. Um, <laughs> What's it called? I think it's Rhino Kabuterimon or Metal, yes. whichever one. Yes. It can't Those be...
1: It was a 5k,
0: I think it is, or 6k or
1: lower.
0: 6k or lower, that's the thing. Because that's why Mechanori isn't good against it. Because Mechanori is, you know, within its threshold. So when it's at that 7k threshold, it can't be suspended. It pushes it out of the range of a lot of things. It also matches a lot of ultimates. It's not going to match a Cerberus Mon Werewolf mode, but it will match a Cerberus. Yes. Because um, I think that's 6k. That's it... 6k it will match a plethora of other things. And if you want to sacrifice that at 7k for your opponent's ultimate, that's fine too.
1: It's yes, it analog
0: is. boy on legs. And I think that is so much better than analog boy itself.
1: And to I, me, I've noticed in playing, especially in this format, um, your opponent can easily uh, memory choke you. Um, oh, outside of the goodness. first two plays, outside of the first two plays, because... 90% of the time, especially if, if a hybrid deck is going for specifically actually all of them, I can't even say specifically. Uh guarantee most of the time they're either playing a uh whatchamacallit? A Pokemon, which is three, or a tamer, which most of the time is three or four. So outside of that first play, you're getting you're getting you're gonna get choked most of the time because a lot of times you're either evolving for two or you're evolving for one when you um digivolve into the reduced cost um Hybrids like Jess Sylphimon, uh Rhino Capitarium, uh was what's the red one called? Uh, oh my god. Alderman. Alderman. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh the Beowulf mon They're all reduced for one. Do you not know easily they'll like they'll play something for three or whatever and they just evo into th- evo and just put you at one? And they have an ultimate. So it's like now you gotta worry about stuff. So like to me, not having a memory tamer and machine Jamon is so like it's so mind-boggling to me because like you can't first off, you can't even play your machine jumon if you're at one. And if you're at two, which is the bare minimum you need, you going not give your opponent six memory if you have the best the best option of like putting five ultimates underneath it. So but, like, but what
0: people forget is that Gazimon and uh that too. They stop exist, you. and you need to realize that. Oh, yep. before you start coming and saying, oh, what well, Ultimate Connection. Ultimate Connection doesn't kick off if there's a memory blocker on field. Correct. And you don't have an easy way to pop those memory blockers because you're probably not running Ultimate Flares. You're probably running... Because the deck is so heavy Megazoo, you're not playing any options except for the Ultimate Connections and a singular Ice Wall or a Kokaitis Breath or something else. So you're not even you can't remove these Digimon easily. So you need to have some way, which is a tamer, to set yourself to three memories so that you can't be choked by them. At least yeah. even if you have to pay the full 12 to establish a Machine Drummon, you put your opponent at nine. At least the next turn, you can Digivolve into a Chaos Drummon and start popping stuff. Because when you can't pop things, when you can't even establish a body to pop the problematic Digimon on the field... You're, just, you're in for a rough day, bro. You're in for a rough 100%. day.
1: It's about, I was about to m- mention that before, especially if they have a memory blocker. I Machijima's mean, effect is to gain that memory. It's not just reducing, or it doesn't just like, hey, change the memory to such and such cause. It's gaining. So that means you're stuck at giving them maximum value of memory for them if that's on the field. That's why I think um, super underrated plays to me that I think has happened more frequently uh, for Mishijima players is to sometimes if they do have a memory tamer or like a Pokemon, just straight up evo into a Chaos Remon for four. And you're gonna let's say you have a regular stack, you're gonna have two pops. So you guarantee to kill the memory tamer. I mean not the memory tamer memory blocker or the Pokemon's too. So I think that's also a very underrated play too.
0: Oh yeah, most definitely. I think you have to play the deck a lot more aggressively than you norm. I think that's like I think it's getting yes. used to <laughs> this Mega Zoom mentality. Uh, Because a lot of people haven't played Megazoo as a deck when it was a deck. So playing Machine Machinedramon for them is a little bit out of their element. You have to play the deck way more aggressively than you would play any other deck. Which means if you got to drop 7 memory to drop an ultimate, you drop in 7 memory to drop
1: that ultimate. Because
0: that (laughs) means next turn, you're facilitating plays.
1: You got to be aggro AF.
0: (laughs) Yeah, if you got... I'm sorry, if you got to drop... If you don't have any other options, if you don't have that, which is also, again, why I think Garjuruman is so clutch. Because perfect. if you drop Haguruman, past turn, like T1 play, that's perfect. It comes back to you. If you have a Garjuruman in hand, Digivolve, draw. And then if you have a 5 in hand that Digivolves on top of black, perfect. That means you can establish a whole stack on board, and you didn't even need to drop 7 memory right off the bat. So you okay, can yeah, pop, definitely. you can pop the Bokumons and the Memory Blockers if you need to, just by virtue of playing with and Garjuman. I You guys, you're not playing it, and I think you're playing it wrong. I really do think you are. A p- personal opinion
1: there. Yeah, I agree on that t- too. I, um, I-, I think, I think for Machines, the more memory you had, the better. That's why I also run um, two Joe and Izzy's because it is a. T- I've had it happen before where I have to, I start with five or 7 Memory, 7 Memory, you literally play uh, Ultimate Connection, and you're, you're going to hard play a Machine jamon and let's say you get the full 5 stack, um, and it's still your turn. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, that, which is kind of crazy. So that's why I think the, for that deck specifically, the more Memory, the better. Oh, um, yeah. And honestly, Analog Boy, I rarely, I still run it. I run one Analog Boy, so if I see it, great. If I don't, too bad. Um, How many times does your Machine jamon die, uh, Yavarni?
0: Uh... Not often enough to quite rarely, just, right? For you to not pop enough it to justify it, yeah, because exactly it so, can be like, DP reduced. Eh. so. If you're facing yellow hybrids and they're not running fly bullets, which 90% of them are not, <laughs> yeah, you, you don't have to worry about wyvern's breath, you don't have to worry also. about shine.
1: Also, still doesn't matter because you just removed to your uh sources. <laughs> well,
0: that's the thing like, if you're if it's Wyvern's Breath, you can't be DP reduced, so it doesn't matter. And if it's a exactly. fly bullet, they're gonna have to fly bullet you a couple times, and they're definitely not running enough fly bullets in their Heck deck, yeah, to, to delete you. So, yellow hybrids is like, pff, whatever. Uh, blue, I mean, okay, well,
1: blue is just blue like, is the toughest blue is, matchup, uh, it's
0: a, ho- a horrible matchup, so we won't even talk about it. Cause y'all already knew that blue strip source like they're taking off your girl's panties or something like.
1: Oh man! You know what's the the irony? Of, you know what's the irony of that? What? Well, when, when I lost a Jessmon, guess who I too would Blue hybrid. Blue hybrid. That's funny as hell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and man. like they, it's kind of interesting. Like like obviously it's a bad matchup because you want to keep your sources, but like how much can they strip source at the same time? You know what I'm saying? There's only so much memory they can use. To be able to strip source your uh your stack and they can't get rid of it. Hey, I'm gonna go into a chaos jamon, pop your shit, you know? And then after that, mm-hmm. I might go into an Omnimon or something like that just to keep continue the pressure. And that's the thing about machine like the Machine jamon deck. You you can keep pressuring them and like they gotta have outs to you. And if they don't have those outs, you're gonna keep swinging, especially if you have a nice stack that has multiple sec plus ones or something, you know? And I think it's just like that's
0: yeah. a great deck. Oh. Well, we'll talk about level 5 lineups in a minute. I will say, though, I like the idea of Machine Machinedramon being a Megazoo deck and you play the Kaiser Nails. I think that's beautiful. It's why I don't like the purple base. People talk about running the purple base. And personally, I don't think... Like, you definitely want to filter through the deck, but you don't actually want to be trashing stuff as much as you do. Because remember that your Huguruman requires... It doesn't require level 5, but your ultimate connections yes. require a level five. And if you hit an ultimate connection in security, you don't have a yep, level five hurts. to trash, I, you don't get its effect. And it hurts, it hurts so much, exactly. So I personally don't like the purple base because I don't actually like trash, It's is why I also don't like analog boy because I don't like trashing my stuff uncontrollably like that. Um, I've trashed, you know, Omnimons and ultimate connections and tamers off of analog boy. I like being if, if I had to play something, I would rather play the purple base just because I have the selective trash. But at the end of the day, I think jamming Vmon or if you don't, let's say for whatever reason you think jamming Vmon isn't good, which you're wrong. If you think jamming Vmon isn't Agreed. good, you can still play Madoki Beta Mon. Totally viable and clutch card. But you know, again, I think you're wrong. Jamming Vmon is the boy you're going to get a free swing. It's either going to live to a tamer or it's going to live to a, uh, what's it called? Um, It's going to live to a Digimon. The only thing it's going to die to is an option card. And if you lose a jamming Vmon to a Wyvern's Breath, Honestly, that's on. like your yeah, best, like whatever. that's the best thing
1: when they, it's like... they get stuck using an option card <laughs> like... on something that's not your machine jamon or your ultimate or even your Hoguru mods, you know what I'm saying? Like, or Mekanori because I still run Mekanori Mod. I think exactly. it's still a great card. But that's neither here nor there at the moment. But like, if they hit your VM, I was like, all right, cool. And I've had it happen like multiple times. Like, I'm just like, all right, cool. I got my I got my use out of him, which is my draw. You know what I'm saying? Let me tell y'all something. This boy is $650 for the regular
0: art or $43 for the alternate art. Do you know why that is? Because for <laughs> a rookie that has jamming, that has an egg that says when you swing with jamming, draw one. If you if there was no better mini engine to put into a deck. Because I don't think there is. I think Vmon, that part of putting... If you want to talk about putting in a blue engine to a deck, the boy Vmon is what you put in. It's what we used to play in Megazoo. Because it's a rookie, so it's easily Digi-evolvable. You already plus on the Digi-evolution. You swing and you get another draw. That means you also provoke your opponent to get rid of it. Because... If he lives, he's just going to swing again because you don't care. If it dies, it dies. But nine times out of ten, it's not dying unless your opponent swings into it, which then provokes you to be able to swing into their Digimon. It's such a it's a better magnet than Bokomon is. Boko yeah. comes on field and he, you don't even swing with him because you're afraid of him getting removed. But V you purposely swing with. You're plussing for two cards at the end of the day. You're removing a security. And it's a rookie that's going to provoke your opponent to swing, meaning that they are expending resources to get rid of it so you can now expend... Well, not expend, but now you can get rid of their resources in return. Like, it's so good. There's a reason this card costs that much, man. Like, don't underestimate the
1: boy v Oh, yeah, definitely. And hey, uh, our uh, fellow listeners, if anybody wants a aA mon your boy got some for sale you want some. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man,
0: I mean, I would love to pick them up if they weren't
1: freaking $43. But, um, yeah, no, definitely. And then the funny part is like they have to deal with it because if they don't deal with it and it survives another 10, there's like another free swing, exactly. That's the, the funny part, and then like I noticed another thing that uh, wanted to mention also since we're talking about machines, and also, uh, the next week that we talk about. I think people need to stop being afraid of swinging to security, in a sense of being afraid of drop attainment. If they drop attainment, great. You're Digimon of odds, like, and they may or may not get a plus, but don't be afraid to swing. When, especially if you think you have a chance to like take the advantage, swing. You know what I'm saying, like. And that's the one thing I know about, it, especially like uh, yellow hybrids specifically. Uh, not <laughs> trying to check shots at you, Yvonne, because I know you played the deck. Nah. Um, People don't swing with yellow hybrids. I love playing against them. Even when I'm not playing Machine Jamon. If I'm playing like one of my purple decks that I play or anything else, I love versus that, that, that matchup because like I know they, they won't swing for shit. And because they want to like, you know, build their security, build their Digimon to try to get to sometimes a shine or a Dynasmon. They won't even swing with Dynasmon sometimes. So it's like to me, I just like live off of just being aggro, and I don't care about hitting a wyvern's breath at times. But when I see a tamer, it's like, all right, cool. And it depends on the tamer, also, I guess. But like, don't be afraid to swing. Like,
0: no, <laughs> at the end the of big, day,
1: you you're trying to win. <laughs> the big thing with
0: yellow hybrid, why? Early game, it's fine. It's one. It's when a TK and Kari comes on field, is where you get people get afraid of it. To swing. Hundred
1: percent. But I think, I think you need to, like, understand your... I think it also depends on the matchup though, in your deck. Like, when I'm playing with Machine Jermon, I don't care about that. You know oh, what I'm well, saying? i going to keep swinging. But you can. <laughs>
0: that's the thing. Machine Jermon, you have to swing regardless of how disadvantaged it can be. Because if you don't swing, you're never going to get ahead. That's that's the biggest problem with Machine Jermon against yellow hybrids. Uh... It's not a bad matchup at all, but it does suck when you're passing, like not passing, but like when you do something, and then they have, all of a sudden they got two TK and Kari, so they're automatically going to seven memory. Like that blows against other matchups. It's much more manageable being able to, uh, what would they call, damage deny your opponent so that, right. you know, you don't pass over all that memory. That's the biggest thing. But you you do have to navigate the matchup. In a different way than you would navigate other matchups, but again, there is a reason the deck is not the bona fide tier one deck of the format, and why that crown has been handed off to blue hybrids.
1: Yeah, we're, um, we're not going to talk about that though.
0: We don't. You already know the story. Yeah. We, we don't need to talk about that.
1: Machine do The
0: need uh, the, the last, the last thing I'll say about Machine Drumon were well, last two things. Uh, one thing. First, I play five tamers in the deck. I play two tip memory tamers, two dual tamers. And then a card I think a lot of people sleep on, and unfortunately, it's gonna. I'm gonna sound like I bit off of Mario, but in reality, Mario bit off of me because I did it first. I just never said anything. Uh, <laughs> I play starter deck. No, actually, no, that's a lie. Sorry, I take that back. Mario, he's playing the red tie for the sec yeah. plus one on Kiaschaman. I'm playing the starter deck tie, the black tie that lets you basically make it a mechanori mod once when you block tap tie unsuspend. I think that card is underrated in the deck. You got a big a ass card. body on board, and it can block anything. Why would you not play a card that, especially if you're playing the Garjomon's, play a card that lets you Mechanori one of your blockers? I think that's so clutch. Um, I think it's a stepped on card. I don't play Grumblemons though, which is the only thing that like you know you can argue about putting in. I don't like, I don't like it in a deck though. I think it would clog up the deck. Yo, I already play I think 14 ultimates. Yes. Um, I like that number. I don't like 12. I like 14. Same. It lets me have as many names as possible, because I've seen, and this is my argument with people who run 10 and 12, you need numbers, but also names. And the only ones you really want multiples of are your uh, ones from Classic Collection, which means the others, you want to have as much variation as possible so that every card is a different card that you can put underneath. Um, and also, don't be afraid to put in a cartridge that you can't digivolve into, such as the Rise Greymon. Rise Greymon is really clutch because its inheritable is really nice. If you have a Tamer in play, minus 2k on something. That's getting rid of an opposing Vmon. Uh, I think it gets rid of a Pokemon. It gets yes. rid of any memory blocker yes. when you swing. Uh, that's really nice. I think Rise Greymon is still slept on Cyborg. Uh, I saw a deck profile running the War Greymon from the starter deck. That's yeah, super nice.
1: That
0: mm-hmm. You can you can. Did you the Chaos Pop something and then boom, you got a suck plus one inheritable. Super nice. Um,
1: people also, think, uh, BT7 Metal Greymon. I think if you go just run, about to say that. If you go run the Red Tie, I think you should play that because if you I play think that you play and, and you regardless. don't have it, you can play Red Tie for free. <laughs> I no,
0: I think you should play it regardless. Oh, I agree. Uh, yeah, because even because so think about it this way for you listeners uh kaiser nail you're running a minimum of three personally you don't run anything less than three kaiser nails um if you play us if you have to play an ultimate from underneath one of your sources what better to play than what is essentially going to be a double a free hammer spark yeah your kaiser nail effectively becomes a hammer spark if it plays the metal gray mod and you have a tamer in play you because it says memory. exactly gain to memory so you kaiser nail or even if you kaiser nail yourself it means you got a two-cost Kaisernail, then you Digivolve into Chaos Dramon, and then boom. You've got another body on board for what? A net cost of one? Basically. Or three. As math is hard. Yeah. But I think I think it's worth playing regardless. But yeah, 14 ultimates is what I play. I don't like anything less. Um, But I also think... Uh, I think there's too many Omnimons. Uh, people run five Omnimons because they run... uh. Like three, like I saw. I think Mario runs three's worth defeats uh, no, and Ultra that S. Was a, no, uh, that that was, was that was uh, probably analog champ. man. Oh no, it's True Champ. Yeah. Okay, so but regardless, three's worth defeat, an X antibody Body, an Ultra S, all nice. But remember that you have to have a body on board to do that. And remember that in a deck where you're already playing in a Mega Zeus style, you're you're not necessary. You're gonna draw into those cards and. I would say eight times out of 10, they're going to be dead cards in hand because they're nice, but they also, they don't per se win you the game. Uh, Machine Dramon really is what wins you the game because all your inheritables are built around machine or cyborg types. So Machine Dramon and Chaos Dramon. Machine Dramon is the only thing that has deletion prevention and DP reduction prevention. So if there's a card that you want to win the game with, realistically, it's Machine Dramon. Uh, because it's the best card in the deck. evolving into an Omnimon is nice because then you get to enable your Kaiser Nail play, where you get to you know play a new Machine Drummond with sources, but arguably, that's what Chaos Drummond is for. That's why Definitely. you play three or four Chaos Drummond, is why I play a total of six Machine Drummond and the three Chaos Drummond, because that's how I facilitate my plays, and I think that works out better. I still play Omnimons because you can't sleep on that, uh, but I don't play as many because I just I don't like dead cards in hand. Uh, I think you're you're already playing a deck where you can potentially have not necessarily dead cards, but cards that aren't worth playing at the moment, and you want to be able to maximize on what you're playing.
1: Yeah, and in, in my version, I play um, S, and I play. I've noticed a, there's not many deck lists that runs this, but I run the OG Omnimon from BT1. Uh, when you did you over over chaos and you blow up a field that has like a lot of strong stuff with the same name, it's a beautiful feeling.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah!
1: And uh, I also run uh, x antibody. Um, and to be honest, I think those three is perfect. I don't feel like I need anymore. I may throw in another, maybe I'll throw in another ultra possibly. Uh, I will have to relook at it if I decide to uh change do some changes. Um, since then. But uh, yeah, I have the same ratios for Tamers also, or just two Ties, two uh, Izzy and Joes, and then I run the one Analog Boy instead, um, and then obviously the Kaiser Nail package and stuff. And I just... Yeah, I yeah. ran the, the uh, BT1 Omnium just to have more um, more deletion possibilities, because like the deck... Well, yeah, Especially if you're running... your If you're running the... IFO. exactly, If you're running the blue package, which a lot of people are nowadays, you're not running any of the, like, the black options. Sense. So, great thing about Chaos, Jeremiah, you're allowed to pop as many things as possible, but it's limited to 6K or less. Alter S also allows you to uh, de-digital everything and kills everything that's 6K or less, too, or 5K. But then, outside of that, unless you're running X-antibody, which I am, but... If you don't have that, at least I have another option in Omniamon where it's like guaranteed pop. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like and potentially multiple. Yeah. So um that's why I, I, I enjoyed that out uh, card in that deck, honestly. Uh, and you could it's very easy to get into it, especially with the Chaos shaman stuff. Yeah, most
0: definitely. But I think that's enough Machine Jamon talk. I think, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we're we'll on like 20 victory. minutes of Machine Jamon. Yeah, I know. I know. That's fine.
1: We, that's all right. Oh, we three now. I was playing what I call the, the House of Cherubi, the Church of Cherubi. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was out here praying to Lucy, and he was either smiting me or he was giving me benefits. <laughs> Because I was running the Lucimon package. I was running a uh, purple base uh cherubimon with um the Lucimon package, so I was running like I was running three yellow Lucimons and then two um fold mode and I was running one dead or alive. Um The deck did well. I lost to Lil' Loop. I can't do anything about Lil loop Um Chirubimon is as people may may or may not know it's like a setup deck little loop is out here just trying to smash you as fast as possible you know so it was like it was hard to just navigate it i lost two one i couldn't do anything about the like the game through that loss or whatever um i think that was my only loss yeah that was my only loss and when that deck pops off bro the plays you do is just crazy and i was running like the loose like i said loose my package so, like, I would have my mon die, purposely die, with, like, three or four Tamers. I would summon, like, two, three Lucimons plus a Pokemon. <laughs> and then you're, uh, if you go to, a, like, a Susanamon, it's, like, almost free in a sense. Especially if you summon, uh, two Pokemons, You're, re- that's gaining four, so that's seven. It's, like, three costs, um, Susanamon. It's kind of crazy. And, again, here's another ruling tip, guys. If you didn't know, I didn't know this until, like, way after. You can activate Suzanamon's effect even without having a tamer in play. What I mean by that is, um, the effect of returning up to, uh, not up to 10 hybrids slash tamers from your hand or from your hand and grave to the bottom of your deck, you can still activate that card, that effect. And what happens is because you have no targets to digivolve on it, the, uh, Susannamon goes to the grave. So. If for some odd reason you need to like do that, I guess, to like save yourself, you can, <laughs> you know, uh, which is actually kind of interesting. I didn't know that either until I watched that that video that I sent y'all. That's what it was. Check out some dude that says like uh, Digimon ruling tips. He did like some crazy rules that's like different. I was uh, pretty impressed by it. Yeah,
0: there's a lot. You would think that Digimon is a simple game when it comes to rules, but there's a lot of stuff. That actually goes into the rulings. That's crazy to think about.
1: Yeah. Um. What else? What about B? Oh, I believe blue, blue Hybrid. That was uh interesting.
0: That is interesting.
1: Even though they strip me and they can stun you, because of what Truema can do, and you can like loop. You could kind of do a little loop with um uh, if you have a mat, you have uh, any hybrid, and then you have a Rehimon, and call him by the darkness. You're basically doing like free plays. It's kind of crazy. Um, with that like four combo, because what you do is you digivolve a Matt for um, especially if you have Pokemon. So you digivolve a free, right? Um, then you digivolve on top of Rehimon, and as long as you have a Call by the Darkness, so you swing a Rehimon. If he dies, his deletion effect is play a mem- play a Tamer from grave. Hey, what Tamer just died, <laughs> Matt? <laughs> and so you can play that. Or even if it doesn't die, you play calling up by calling by calling by the darkness on your Rehimon, have it die, play that, and then you call the darkness effect. You bring those Kybers back, and you just do it again. <laughs> Jeez, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it was like something that like I learned while playing. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And you always have um resources by doing that, which is cool. You know what I missed? Cause I I think I play test the deck against you. I don't remember if I did or didn't. Like previously, a while back. Nimon is really good in purple hybrid. That's what I was missing. Because you can play Tamers for free from the grave from him.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: 100%. Uh, so when I rechange it again, I'm going to throw Nimon back in. Because I missed that ability. Because if you, let's say your Rehimon dies, and let's say you have multiple Tamers in grave, you could play up to two Tamers for free because of Nimon. Interesting. Instead of just the one. Yep. It was pretty cool, it's pretty cool. Little combos going on with it. All right,
0: I, I see your Nemon,
1: yeah. And oh, I beat Yellow Hybrid, that's what it was. Also, who the
0: hell was playing Yellow Hybrid?
1: Uh, I don't remember that. I always forget his name. I'm sorry. Um, Harold, ah, my boy. Okay, yeah, I just smacked him. It was pretty bad. Okay. It was, it was Fair enough. like I just went I just popped off. I just popped off. <laughs> like when Cherubimon pops off, there's not much you can do about yeah, it's it. It's a pain in
0: the ass to deal with. It's I, I I don't know which matchup I hate more, my loop matchup or my Cherubimon matchup.
1: Yeah, and I ended up getting I think it was like I still topped, but I was I was like fourth, I think it was. Cause that one loss killed me. Uh, yeah, so that's how locals was. Uh, little oh, by the way, also little loop won out one last week. Also, right, so, right, yay, cool, yeah, yeah. What? At least it wasn't like blue hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> Always a plus when it's not blue hybrid. Exactly. Uh, I guess if... um yeah, we had weird winners, so it was like we had a uh, red hybrid one. Then it was X Andy, no, not X Andy. I'm sorry, uh, Jessmon, and then now little loop that's uh won those these last past three weeks. And then me previously before that with the Machinjabon deck, kind of interesting.
0: Very. I'm hoping I can make a comeback soon so I can slap everybody up with my yellow hybrids. Make everybody. By then,
1: by then it's gonna be Black War on time, baby. I know.
0: I'm hoping. I, <laughs> let's see. pre releases is 29, or it's gonna be the May 1st for us. So. Yes. Sometime between now and the 24th, I gotta make it back at least once to slap everybody up with yellow hybrid. I don't know. I don't know if I can make it back in time. I got to see.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I guess if we got to talk about Blue Hybrid, let's talk about Blue Hybrid. Yeah. (laughs) Such enthusiasm, man. As you guys know, Digifest is over. Digifest Miami and Digifest Arlington have happened. And guess what? Blue Hybrid won. Texas. Arlington, Texas. So Digifest Texas, Arlington, same. tomato. Tomato regardless of what, you know, Blue Hybrid won both events. Oh, shocker. <laughs> Blue Hybrid also came yeah, yeah. in second place at both events. Oh, shocker. Blue Hybrid also had, what, one, two, three. A lot of showings. Four, five, six, seven, eight showings there in one, two, three. Oh, look, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, yeah. So Blue Hybrid had eight and ten showings at Texas and Miami, respectively. Um, yeah. We already knew this going in. Blue Hybrids runs the show just like Bof ran the format for BT6. Nothing to report because all the decks are literally the exact same. They're all running for Kory Kakumon. They're all running Tommy. They're all running the singular ice wall with four hammer sparks. Speaking Kumamon. of. Speaking Kumamon. of. Do you know what I heard some dumb ass say on the Facebook group? And yes, you guys, I'm ooh, calling ooh, him me, out. Tell me. I, so a guy made a post. I uh, can't remember exactly what he said, but this guy re- commented and responded and said, "I don't know what blue hybrid deck you're looking at. None of them even run Hammer Spark because it's just not that good of a card." And I was like, "What? Oh, I remember this. What?
1: Yeah.
0: What? Who are you? And do you play the same game that I do? Because every blue hybrid deck that I see runs four Hammer Sparks." And why do they run four
1: hammer sparks dan um i don't know uh free memory free <laughs>
0: fr- it's literally free memory it's not even like oh i don't know trash a security or gain gain of memory and lose memory no it's just straight up gain of memory oh did i mention insecurity it's gain two memory like why well, wouldn't you play four of those in one ice wall arguably you don't have to play the ice wall but still That's a good ass card, and if you play a blue deck and you're not playing Hammer Sparks, then you're not playing the deck right. Like (laughs) this guy said that, and I was like, "You're an idiot, bro. You're an idiot." So if you're listening to this, I appreciate you for being a listener, but you're an idiot, bro. I'm
1: gonna call you out on that. And and, uh, future reference, continue listening to us too. (laughs) So, but yeah,
0: so you know, Blue Hybrid took it and. They're all running the same thing. They're all running the same spice. You know what the spice was? It was a Zulongmon. They're all running a yeah, Zulongmon. not really a spi- it's That's not spice really the spice anymore. anymore. That's like
1: that's like It's the, the standard That's food. like legit the standard now. Exactly. You got to run a Zulong. It makes sense. I'm surprised I'm surprised Japan didn't do that, honestly. Uh,
0: you know, best of one format, different things to think about.
1: Bruh, you, you wanna OTK some with Azulama? <laughs> what you mean? But I don't know if they ever really yeah, I'm not trying to hear that one. No, nah,
0: I, I don't know if they ever really thought because like you have to think about like how do you get to the point like like let, let me put it this way uh in a best of one format, how many times do you face the same opponent to think about, you know, oh I needed the Azul I could have used an Azulong there.
1: Nah, that's true, but also I just remember also, um they also had a MDF at four. So that was oh, just an duh. Yeah. Free Susanos forever. Stupid me for not thinking about that, <laughs> duh. <laughs>
0: Stupid you for not thinking about Free Susanos. Yeah. Who are you?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, it's like the people who say... And for Ice Walls. It,
0: it's like the people who say, oh yeah, uh, if you play Yellow Hybrids, I don't see why you need to play Susanumon. Uh... Have you ever played the mirror match? And then you got some <laughs> clowns out here, yeah. I played the mirror match. I don't have that, I don't have that problem. I'm just like, okay, good for you. Because in every test that I've had, it came down to who's Susanus first and then who has the second one in hand.
1: Right. I, I literally always gotta run to. I
0: was so I've been I've been frequenting not so often not recently because baby, but before baby, I was frequenting uh, the limitless uh server a lot and so i i actually got to play against eli which is really freaking cool um getting to play against eli and a couple other top tier players um but literally in one match with eli he was like i gotta bank on you not having the second susanu one because he had to do it so he didn't deck out i did it so that i didn't deck out and he was like i think i have the edge over you because i have this i have i run two susanu and i was like joke's on you I also run too. And luckily I had the second <laughs> one in hand.
1: So like, <laughs> that's what, like,
0: that's what, you don't, you don't play Susanu for any other reason than for your mirror match. Because what happens is you face the mirror match. It becomes a battle of attrition because you can aggress as much as you want, but sometimes you're just not going to be able to get it done. No matter how much you think you might, which is why I don't run a red base anymore. Cause that's actually why I ran the red base. So that I could smack the mirror match up with Atomic Inferno, but it actually doesn't matter. It really doesn't. It actually is worse because they recover anyways. So the you know I've had to navigate my mirror match a lot differently, and so you don't need to play Susanoo at two. You can play it at one. If you play it at none, I would like to face you so that I can beat you easily. Um, you know.
1: Uh, I noticed um while playing uh, Charubimon. I only have one Suzanomon. I would have loved to have two. Uh, do you know how many times? I think any hybrid deck, if they're running Susanamon, you gotta run two. Because, do you know how often it was, it was like, oh, look, it's in my security and I can never get it back? Oh, wait, I accidentally milled my one Suzanomon. <laughs> I can't get it back. Yo, you know what? Oh, <laughs> so- I'm like, damn, you know, Suzanomon would have been great right now to finish the game. No because I know it. You know
0: you know what else is a problem? A lot of yellow hybrid players don't know how to play their decks. And yes, I literally just said a lot of yellow hybrid players don't know how to play their decks because they all run Dynasmon and they actually use its when digi digivolving effect. And I'm like, why did you do that? There is no you have no reason to need to turbo your Dynasmon. Like, do you think Susanu is going to help you right now? Cuz it's not. So then they so they do it. And what do they end up milling? They end up milling a Susanumon. And you don't take like, Susanumon. To, oh wait, you can't no, grab. You can't it's grab level, Susanumon. it's yeah. level six or lower. Yeah, you're right. So mm-hmm. it's just like, well, you just screwed yourself, buddy. Like, I don't I don't use Dynastmon's Ventage yeah. Evolving ever. Like, it's not useful to me. I don't uh, that's not why you play the card. You play the card as a permanent <laughs> as a permanent plus one who's your security. That's why you play nah, the yeah, card. Definitely. You don't play it for any other reason. Like, I don't know. I am a different type of player, I guess. Um maybe. It may be. Uh so speaking of yellow hybrid, we only have what one, two,
1: I think three, we got one winner.
0: three tops at Texas. One yeah. two tops at Miami. We have a couple wins. We have a win at Canada. I know about that one. Um, There was the win in Australia. Holy hell. Yo, whoever piloted- No, they went through the works. (laughs) They went
1: through the works for for Australia.
0: Whoever piloted Yellow Hybrid to a win in Australia, I'm I'm gonna give you the cap of best Yellow Hybrid player, bro. Because I see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10 consecutive blue hybrid lists that's second through 10th or second through 11th place for blue hybrid bro <laughs> props to you i don't know how you did it that is something else we're, yeah they
1: they uh they put the works they had to go to the struggle they they, they were sweating in those games for a fact they were <laughs> they must have
0: been i don't even have a deck list for that i'd love to see that deck list Nah, definitely. Let me double check digimonmeta.com. Here's the plug for our non-sponsor, but if they would like to sponsor us it'd be cool, I'm just kidding. <laughs> digimonmeta.com. You always love us. Sp- we ha- we always love a sponsor. We have a sponsor, Anchor, if you didn't know. I don't know if we. I don't know if you've listened to one of our recent episodes, but I actually recorded a uh, advertisement for them and so now it plays for uh, before every one of our episodes. So, Anchor. This is a uh, it- this is uh your everybody's announcement that yes, we do have an a sponsor. It is Anchor, the platform in which we release our podcasts on. But I'm not going to bore you with that right now cuz that's not what you're listening for. Um Australia, let's see. First place this might be it right here. My Aussie's out here putting the work. So it doesn't say that it was a DigiFest battle, but I can presume that it was just by timing. So, let's say that it is Um, they're running your standard yellow hybrid package, some spice that I've seen a lot of new decks run, Takumi, I like the idea of Takumi a lot because there are times I wish I could have drawn something different, so I do like Takumi, um, he's got a singular Dynasmon, a singular Seraphimon, the the promo, and the Ofanimon, when Digivolving,
1: Oh, I saw uh-huh. that. Yeah, I like this. Card. Uh, they were talking about how Ophanimon was like super clutch.
0: I I really wanted to try it in my deck. I just I was toying. I've been toying around with like a lot of different options at level sixes, and Ophanimon was going to be one of my next ones to try, because uh, it's really nice. So when when Digivolving, if you have a tamer in play, one of your opponent's Digimon gets minus five thousand DP for the turn, and when attacking, yep. one of your opponent's Digimon and all your opponents' get, uh, security Digimon get minus two thousand DP for the turn. Which is really nice. That's kind
1: of clutch. Yeah. Yeah. It can
0: get rid of Bocos. It can get rid of Ghazis. And it can also take down an 11k insecurity to 9k and make Ophaniman live. Like that's super clutch. I think the bigger thing that I like about it though is that 3 digi evolution cost. Because in my testing, what hurts the most is digi evolving for 4 and passing turn. Because you just don't have enough memory. Which is another problem. Because... Yeah. Uh, I've I've built my deck differently now Um, I personally am running yellow memory boost which I actually like this deck profile I see here because it's very similar to mine Um, I run the yellow memory boost because I don't like uh, what's it called blinding ray blinding ray hurts Um, it hurts me more often than not either I'll trash something that could have been really useful or I just I'm not in a position where I can get away with using blinding ray um And since I'm playing the purple base, Jack Raid is only so helpful. I have to wait for the late game, which is too late. So yellow memory boost is like the next best thing because you get to search out a Digimon, a yellow Digimon, which is super clutch because you will have times where you actually do need to search out a yellow Digimon. But more importantly, in security, it just does come into play. So you can delay it for two memory, which is always nice. The only other card that I'd consider in place of it is Glaive Memory Boost because you're playing a purple base. So you can actually swing Gazi and then play Glaive and return your Gazi to hand, which can be nice. And it means you don't have if you like for whatever reason, if you don't like searching through your deck or you think Yellow Memory Boost whiffs too often for you, Glaive Memory Boost is the perfect slot in because you can play it even without, you know, needing to return a Gazi to hand. And boom, you have a memory boost. You have free two memory to be used. So I like either option there. Uh, This guy's also playing three tactical retreat, which I have recently fallen in love with. Um, Two fire tornado, which is something I've thought about putting in. Solid card. Very. Solid
1: card, especially out of security. Very. It saves. It wins. Not wins. It saves games. It
0: quite literally saves games. And I've thought about. I'm like, depending on my matchups. Uh, If I had a side deck, this would be most definitely be a card in my side deck. Um, Because it's just, it's really nice. But he is playing four purple Drawalt, three wyvern's breath, a reinforcing and a win rate. Uh, He's only playing, no, he's playing 14 tamers. But he is playing less level fives and sixes than I do. So that's why he can fit in all those removal options. That's a lot of tamers. Nah, fourteen tamers is pretty standard for yellow for yellow decks. Honestly, um, anything less is just—it's not worth it. Uh, blue, even blue decks—they play typically three Davis, three to four Sor- Sojo, and the four Tommy. So that's like, and sometimes uh, even two of the starter mat. So they themselves play twelve tamers. Uh, just for all, all the different utility that they get. It's the same thing here. We may not have access to as many hybrids, but um, one mistake a lot, a lot of people make is they cannibalize their TK and Kari when you shouldn't be. If if you have to sacrifice the tamer, you should be sacrificing your TK faster than your TK and Kari just because it desensitizes the attack. Um, right. Sometimes you just... It makes you a question. Exactly. Sometimes you just don't get into the Zoe... So instead of doing your dual tamer, you should do your memory tamer. You'll see another one at some point. Um, but I just, this, this is his, the name of his deck is yellow hybrid security control. This is most definitely security control. This is a total of three, five, seven, eight, eleven, fifteen, 15, s- technically 16 security options with uh, 12 tamers. So that is most definitely security control. Mine's is a little bit more hybrid just because I like, I like being able to interact a little bit more. Um, So I have like the Magna mons in my deck and I have a couple more level sixes for utility I think you know, it's definitely something that can be played with but this is definitely a good deck list nonetheless It's something I'd definitely be interested in trying Um, While I'm here I can see purple cherubim with a yellow base Playing the singular lucemon no chaos mode um, yeah, that's
1: uh, that's the more like uh conventional way that people are playing in nowadays. Yeah, I
0: see that three bushy, three cute mon, three sala, three analog. I think
1: I, I, don't know why I, I think uh, who was it? True champ, Steven. I think me and him have the same idea wave, idea wave when it comes to uh, Charubi. Uh-huh. I think purple Charubi makes the deck go faster, and that's what to me Charubi needs. Yellow, the yellow version doesn't make you go faster. It just gives you better rookie options to summon off of the true run in my opinion because you got the bushies obviously salamons um what other, other yellow rookie uh rookies you can play they all That's have basically a lot of good all you play, play effects um but like i think being able to like make your te- deck go faster and go burr faster is what the deck needs because the deck is a slow slower build in general most definitely like Having the combo of uh, it's kind of cool, uh, like uh, a Paguma plus an Ifmon. Ifmon dies, you're milling five cards. sammy's so that has possibly five playable cards off in your grave already off the rip, and you want to see your grave fill up as fast as possible so you can have as many possible like Lucamons in there or um, Tamers so you can play the Tamers off the Mons, off the Rihimons, off the like. There's so many ways you can recur your stuff that it doesn't matter. If it's in your grave. The only thing you can recur is Xandermon. <laughs> Everything else you can basically. Yeah,
0: most definitely. I agree. Uh I think I think also people forget that, you know, Trubimon plays any level exactly. three. It's not just so a purple or Pokemons yellow. are also exactly. Pokemon's
1: are also They are fair game. Pokemon's are also able to be played back. And if you have most, if you play like two at once. It's so, like, powerful. Disgusting. <laughs> you're, you're searching through your deck through 10 cards, grabbing possibly four, most likely four, and then you're going to, if you Evo into with a hybrid, you're going to gain two memory, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of it's crazy. stupid. And that's why I say, that's why I mentioned Suzannomon play afterwards, because if you get that combo off of the Trugumon, you can easily go into Susanomon for dumb cheap. Oh, yeah. So just so y'all know
0: we we have to break it down um we're looking at a pie chart and uh oh
1: man it's kind of crazy
0: half of our pie chart is blue hybrid okay quite literally 49.6 percent. percent. it's stupid 59 yeah. total tops okay like it's
1: and to be honest it's more than fifty because there's a they quote unquote call yes. it magna blue hybrid. Yep. Let's be real, that's just blue hybrid, just with a different end game. With me, exactly, and then there's also there's also buff hybrid oh, again, ew. another blue hybrid with a different end game. <laughs> like, I, so it's over fifty percent. Look,
0: let me just say, whoever plays Boff hybrid, you must really like making your opponent suffer. And I'm not shitting on you. I like I like that <laughs> it is a deck. Uh, I just, I would never want to face it because I have boff nightmares, let alone hybrid buff <laughs> right. nightmares. Like. Oh my god. So yeah, that is a total of 63 god, tops for blue hybrid, which is well over 50%. It's crazy. Yeah. Um It's the same. Do they classify yellow? Okay. So it's yellow hybrid is just one deck. All right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they separated them. So yellow hybrid is much. one
0: deck 10.9% or 13 tops. So. Not too bad for all the naysayers who said, you know, yellow hybrid this, yellow hybrid that. Uh, Jessmon, the next. Well, I would say Jessmon and Mon hybrid. No, no, Lilith Mo- Lilithloop Loop is the next. Sorry, Lilithloop. So Lilithloop is slightly an interesting one uh, because a lot of people said Lilithloop was gonna die um, after the end of I love ban. how. I
1: love how um the deck just keeps evolving like now you're base. you're it's basically like server on rush and then when you hit that little loop it's like oof (laughs) you know saying like the power is like crazy when it happens
0: it makes me laugh at people because people are so and yes and y'all know i'm not filtered so i say what i want um people are so ignorant and nearsighted or alternatively they just they think with their hearts and their feelings, and they don't think objectively, which isn't per se a problem. But like, you know, for us, when Dan and I think, we think both with our hearts, but also objectively, because we want to give you guys the information that we know is true, but we also want to give you our insights to it. We said Lilith Loop wasn't necessarily gonna die. Uh, And the reason for that is because number one, the North American player base is something else. Uh yo facts. Like the decks that <laughs> they don't let their decks die. <laughs> the decks that this player base comes up with. Uh sorry, I'm not going to just say North American. It is the English player base, okay? That is encompassing of Oceania, Latin America, um Europe and, and Europe. North America. Mm-hmm. We as an English player base, we think about our deck building so different from the Japanese for a multitude of reasons. Um and That being said, I think people also in the English player base underestimate how smart we as an English player base are. You know, you said Lilith Loop was going to die, but why? Because they don't have access to MDF? Look, Lilith Loop was a deck before MDF. It wasn't widely played because it was arguably at its most uh, skillful tier level of play. MDF came along and you still had to be skillful to play it. I'm not saying that you didn't. Because you could deck yourself out and you could mess up your plays more than well enough to, you know, not win with a loop deck. But now loop has really hit its, like, echelon of... Stride. It's really hit its stride and its echelon of needing, like, a skill-based player to play it. Um, players such as uh, Ying Wang, uh, topping out here. Uh, local player to us, too, over in Philadelphia is nice. I'd like to head over to one of his locals and play against him um it's players like him and the other players who play loop that put this deck on the different level that it's on because all it requires is just a little bit of time a little bit of love you know christmas hybrids when
1: when huang0 was hyping this up
0: it it had four tops like Yep. It may not
1: it also won uh you yeah, Digi- Digifest London. It yeah, won. it also yeah.
0: won Digifest London. And you know, it may not have been like tier one in that, you know, blue hybrid representation, but look at what it was able to do as basically a new deck, because this deck was not played in Japan. Uh probably a little bit, but not enough that we knew about it coming over here.
1: Oh, definitely not, they didn't play that back
0: then. Uh shine deck list in Japan were a big thing. Initially uh, and then they morphed over time and maybe they there became a lot more recovery based builds with yellow hybrids And that's that's the same trend over here So, you know, nothing against our yellow players, but they have kind of followed the same trend But when we look at these, excuse me, when we look at these decks And we think about how different it is from Japanese meta to English meta uh, You guys really underestimate the English player base and you shouldn't. Uh, there are so many, so many creative and great minds at work here. Um, player decks you would never even think of. Decks you would like, for example, Leechy with Blackboard Gray for Nationals. Um, that's a deck watching. like <laughs> what Japanese player was going to play that? Probably none. All right, let's be especially honest. in
1: that, especially in that time frame of a boss. Exactly. Like, and he, yeah, exactly. she
0: played that in a bl- in a boss format like that's the type of stuff that you only get when you decide to put yourself outside of the box and you think about the game as more than just, you know, here's what the best decks are and I can't do anything against it. And that's why, like when I build decks, that's what I think about. I try to think about how I can make my deck unique to myself try to make something that is new and hasn't been seen and try to find a spice because that's what we're all looking for at the end of the day but you also got to put in the work behind it and i can guarantee you the nine little flu players who took this deck to tops they busted their ass to get it to tops
1: oh yeah they put in definitely. so much
0: work because arguably this deck is at its highest skill tier right now uh it is so easy to overshoot with the deck and overshoot oh, I, I
1: see uh I see Ray play all the time trying to play test it. Uh-huh. And this time, like, during play tests, I should say, I will, like, kind of, like, coach him through certain plays because, like, I, I understand Purple a lot more than maybe he does. So, like, I'm like, oh, this, this is, like, I was like, y'all can see, like, five different plays you can do. He's like, I don't see anything. I was like, bro, <laughs> one, two, three, bomb, 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 bomb. You know what I'm saying? And then he was like, oh, I didn't realize you could do all that. I was like, yeah, man. And so, like, I see the uh, the uh, the skill gap when it comes to little loop. uh and it's such a it's become such a beautiful deck to me. Like, oh yeah! I wasn't like I never played it before, but like if I had four, three, Lilu, yeah, because you don't need four. I would I would one hundred percent play the deck right now. It's basically uh, our Yu-Gi-Oh! I just don't deck. have him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe maybe that's why like I think a lot of the um, the little players are like previous Yu-Gi-Oh players. I think <laughs> like the main top ones. The ones at the top, I think they were previous Yu-Gi-Oh players. Don't quote me, but I could assume they probably are because they they love that combo deliciousness, you know, of it. It's such, it's so thought
0: provoking. Like the card, the very first card you trash on your first turn sets the temple for the rest of the game, kind of thing. Like, oh yeah, it's like, do you get that scatter mode in trash? Do you ha- is your turn one play scatter mode? Because if it is, you're in for the races. But if it's not, you know, that could be right it, that could very well be just as much a detriment as it is a play starter like definitely a lot of good things with lilith loop and i love seeing this deck at its current place uh behind lilith loop we have cherubi hybrid and jessmon tied for next represented at seven tops
1: each yep pretty and uh cherubi hybrid uh won a jarashan oh uh tournament and uh, that was it. okay but that's still eighty nine people in that tournament, so that's a solid, you know. Interesting. Let me see if I can. And then we have the one, we have the one Jesma Nguyen for uh, what's it called, uh, Digifest. Digifest. Um, I have it here. Where did it go? Oh, uh, here we go. Uh Digifest Cardiff. I'm not sure where that that's, is, but uh, that's in Wales, I believe. Is it? Okay, so that's eighty. So, eighty seven. I don't know. Somebody's about to kill me. Eighty seven people. Yeah, we're about to get murdered. Uh, no, I'm
0: I'm almost positive. You're gonna listen to
1: our podcast, gonna be like, How it's do the, you not know where such it is and such the capital is?
0: Capital of Wales, I was right. Okay,
1: oh, okay, Woo, <laughs> we're close. and now, yo, I saw the uh, I saw that uh, whatchamacallit, I saw that deck profile, bro. This man was next level spicy. I don't know how he didn't brick at times, maybe he did, I have no idea. But this man, uh, if I re- recall correctly, I know for a fact. He was running... Uh, wait, wait. I think it was two... Are we talking about muskets? Two... No, no, no. no. The Jessmon oh, deck. Oh, it's Jessmon, Jessmon, Okay. Deck. We're still talking about the Jessmon deck. Uh, Jess... That person ran two uh, TK and Sora's. And then... I'm sorry. Not TK and Sora. Uh, TK and Kari. The dual tamer from Yellow. Uh. Because his idea was that most times people are gonna poke at him because they know he's playing Jessmon, and he's guaranteed to always have less memory. And I was like, that's genius. And he was like, it worked every single time. And then when it came on the field, people were scared to attack the because they, they knew they gave Jetsmart too much memory. They were going to get smacked up. I was like, you know what? This man was playing mind games. I love it. <laughs> and then he was playing something else. Um, I think he was playing like only like eight rookies. I think it was. He was only playing like maybe 10 champions max. Uh, he was only playing four saviors, I think it was, and one rise, maybe. I don't remember. Um, he was playing something else that was really... Oh, I remember. Burning Greymon. I was like, that was a cool idea because the... Uh, I think it's the one that lets you uh, pop things. Yeah, most likely. On, when Digivolve. And I was like, yo, that is spicy. I was like, I respect it. Damn, I wish I could see this deck list. It was on YouTube. That's where I saw it. <laughs> I'll have to take a look definitely definitely and he might have played one more thing that was like wow that i don't know how he didn't break type of way but oh he also didn't play seals he played four blocks i'm just i'm just gonna
0: plug this here as we talk about this because i was looking for it never forget when your boy won on mgw circuit with red Jesmon. 5 hey. Never forget, I am forever cemented in history on January 19th, Facts. 2022. That was fantastic.
1: <laughs> that was y'all Yo, can look it up definitely. on
0: Limitless TCG. Your boy won. It was great. 52 yeah, players, definitely.
1: boy. Yeah. What the clutch Yo. Judgment um, <laughs> Blade so against <laughs> a bop. <laughs>
0: those were stupid plays. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. man.
1: That was so great. And this saltiness in Mario's voice when <laughs> he watched it, too.
0: Oh, man.
1: Gotta um, love it. What else? So what's the next representation? Um, Everything else is kind
0: of sparse from there. Red hybrids. Oh, ah, yeah. And then, you know, Red hybrid Christmas. Tricks. There was a Lord Nightmare on top. There was that Musketeers win in Latin America. Yeah. So I don't know. That was interesting. I don't know who the hell piled That person
1: in. was, uh, he's a baller over yeah. there. Uh, 490 players, too, like. That's tough. Muskets in that format. I'm like, I guess people were not expecting muskets, or it like must. they
0: wasn't well, side decking. Yeah, I was gonna say it's crazy. Like you're not even side decking for, for musketeers. I don't know.
1: Hey, maybe they were and he just had the counters. We just don't know because I didn't see yeah, the I can't, Latin America. Games. I can't
0: find his deck list, unfortunately. If you guys know, like if you get, if you come across any of this stuff, feel free to send it over to us on our Oh wait, 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 wait. I found it.
1: Plug wait plug times oh, Okay.
0: I mean, yes, plug, Uh, Twitter is uh, Digipod, T-D-P, Tom, Dick, and Paul. That is Tom, Dick, and Paul on Twitter. Wow, okay, okay. All right, let's see. So, uh, Bielstar Control is what he called it. Um, He's got four when destroyed Gabumon. He's got two Ghazi, two Soundbird, three Labra, a singular Drachmon. Interesting. He's got two... That's a very good card for that deck. Definitely. Two Vile... To promote. Of course, he's got the full Izmon package because why would you not? And now he is only yeah. running four BL Star. Nothing else. Yeah, I guess Gundramon isn't even needed. <laughs> screw Gundramon and yeah, screw um, Deputy Mon.
1: The new version of like the muskets that I've seen being played with the Iceman package is like super aggro. Yo,
0: this is aggro as fuck, bro. He's got alright, ready for this? Three Trump mm-hmm. Sword. Four fly bullet, one Jawal, one happy bullet showering, two cock—I mean, Kakaitis breaths, one. Eye <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how is he activating those? Um, he's probably no, blue team now. No, unless, oh, unless, no, them, unless. I think this is the wrong mat. I think that's what it is. It, it has the two Mimi. Um, when you play, an, when your opponent, play, when you or your opponent plays an option, rest it, gain a memory. This one says that's it's where? the starter deck mat for purple if your digimon is deleted uh suspended gain of memory i think this should probably be the blue starter deck mat and otherwise he was playing three dead cards which i don't believe you pilot a deck to a win with three dead cards
1: wait just because you said three kakai's breath two
0: kakai's breath one ice wall
1: oh okay come on um it is possible that he uh can you play? Kaka- can you activate Kakai's Breath off the, uh, Star? Or you have to. You so, so you singular. have to have a blue source. Oh okay, never mind. Yeah. So yeah, it was probably the blue. Yeah, Master I think it's it blue. To, Map. Yeah, and
0: then the singular Sora Mimi. So realistically, like, <laughs> he's only running five tamers, and only one of them is actually gaining him memory. It's funny.
1: Yeah, he don't care. Yeah, that deck can like turbo out um, Star so fast just by trashing the. Uh, uh, which i call the option cards with eyes on it. it's, it's really cool. crazy.
0: I would never want to touch that deck anymore. I have such a distaste for, for musketeers. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Yeah. And then outside of that, yeah, I mean, that's basically it. You know, you got the singular top for X antibody Props yeah. to that person for taking it did that you, far.
1: Digifest Texas. Digifest Texas is probably the most um diverse top because you have, obviously, the blue hybrids. That's where you got the Magna Blue Hybrid, Lil Loop X Antibody, Yellow Hybrid, uh, Jessmon Christmas Hybrid, Cherubi Hybrid. Like that was a, a very diverse uh, top sixteen. Definitely.
0: So I, I like I like seeing X Antibody in top. Oh, on the topic of X Antibody, um, guys, sell your Sunariza Uh, this isn't <laughs> this isn't a market watch. We don't do market watches because I'm just I'm not versed enough in all that stuff. But like, sell your Tsuna Mons. There's a multitude of reasons I say that. Number one, you, you should have sold them weeks ago. Uh, when they were like $45, that's when you should have sold. No doubt. Oh, fast. Um, even when they were 30, because right now they're sitting at 23 and they're only going to go down for two reasons, I'll tell you why. Number one, if you guys don't know, Uh, there's a promotion that Bandai has uh, with, the the stores are supposed to be doing this. Um, If you buy a box, a booster box, you're going to get uh, like a display box. That you can put cards in, but you also get a reza on promo. That's number one. Yeah. So the promos are about to become a lot more accessible. Number two, um, you don't need this card to play X antibody. And let's understand what I what I mean by that. I'm gonna pull up the deck list here uh for BT8. In BT8, X antibody gets access to another Boosted. set of <laughs> black rookies. Uh, being, you know, Ryudamon. Ryudamon mm-hmm. says on play, reveal top three cards, add one X antibody and one Yuji, and then all turns inherited, uh, it has decoy. And it is obviously an X antibody card. So, okay, For- boom. That's your second X antibody rookie. Sunurizamon is not X antibody. Um, so, arguably, you are going to be playing four Ryudamon, four uh, Dorumon. And maybe you're playing four Sunorizumon. But you can also make the argument that, hey, maybe you might want to play memory blockers. So you might only Oh sorry, I forgot. People do run 14 rookies. So that would be the addition of your two Chumon. But just as you can play the Four Suneriza, you can also play for Toyagumon. Uh, because Toyagumon's really clutch. You can play Four Chikurimon because never deny Chikurimon, especially in this, <laughs> especially in this next format, you might actually <laughs> want to be DTG evolving <laughs> stuff. Uh, yeah. might be really helpful, but basically, yeah. Um, your mons, while it's going to be great in the next set, uh, in BT9, you're not going to play the card. And do you, uh, if you guys don't follow along with BT9 or you don't keep up with the, the uh, Japanese meta, that's fine. I'm not saying that you have to, but I'm telling you, you're not going to play it because
1: you definitely won't need it
0: by then. BT9 <laughs> is called X Record, meaning everything gets at. Et- ah, Sorry, everything <laughs> gets X antibody. There's a new Doruman that says on play trash one X antibody draw two. It is an X antibody. There are also promo rookies coming out that activate from security, which is super nice. And Doruman is one of them.
1: And what's the Doruman? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> that's
0: another X antibody rookie. So when BT nine comes, your sunariza mons, you're not going to be playing them. You don't really need them for BT eight. The deck is good with them and it can be good without them in my personal opinion you should have sold them a few weeks ago if you haven't you should have sold them on that third when they were at 30 dollars if you haven't sell them now they're at 23 dollars they're only going to go down in price with more sooneries coming on the market and frankly again you're just you're not going to need this deck when x Antibody is good in the next set and at its peak in bt9 so if you want money get that money right now that's all i'm gonna say about
1: that Hey, guys, uh, I'm looking for some, some Rizomons. I'll be willing to trade a one b alt r for two of those bad boys. <laughs> Yo, you want, you want him? Let from, me stop. You want him? Because I got him. <laughs> sure, sure.
0: <laughs> so there's that. Oh, Yo, man. yellow
1: green rookie rush? Yeah, I saw that. I was like, ooh, baby. Na- rookie rush is a thing, sir. Nani. That's, <laughs> yeah, right. that's
0: interesting. Okay. okay, whoever piloted rookie rush to a top. That's interesting.
1: Um... Hey man, at the at the end of the day, the I the core idea of Rookie Rush is just straight up bum rushing people. Facts. And that's always gonna work. <laughs> I'm
0: surprised that like Commandermon or even Dark oh, Dark yeah. Brigade as they call it didn't make it.
1: Yeah, uh that's a bit of a surprise. Yeah, no no commander I think because Blue Hybrid you know is what? so damn Commander is back to being a meme, it's garbage, right? and I'm stopping.
0: <laughs> nah, I think it's because Blue Hybrid is so stupid. Like it's even cheaper. Than boff because what yeah, are you playing that's is. a super rare? Nothing, absolutely nothing. Your, your most expensive card, I think, is the Tommy because it's a rare. No, yeah. no, actually, that might be a no, lot. That's a rare, that's a rare. It, no, it, it may be a rare. Let me double check because this is gonna be no, funny. it is rare. No, no, I know that, but let me check the price. Okay, he oh, it's no, he's only 50 cents. You know, what's the most expensive card in the deck? Pokemon.
1: No, Pokemon. No, <laughs> oh yeah, a dollar, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: Pokemon's like a dollar, and it's just a common. Can you believe that?
1: Yeah. Um. The yeah, and if they run Magna on obviously that. would uh, we're not we're not price. gonna
0: count that. I think the only other card that ah. for the for the ones that matter, Azulong. Um, the ones that play Azulong because like, not all of them Goshi do. Too. He's like a dollar nineteen cents, maybe like a yeah. dollar fifty with, like uh shipping depending where you get it. No, like. I guess it depends where, but it doesn't matter. Uh, literally, your most expensive card is, like, a dollar. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So, you can
1: quite literally... tier
0: one deck. Not, yeah, arguably tier zero. Like, we have to say arguably. Yeah. I, I have to say arguably, because it does have over 50% of the motherfucking tops. I guess. Only reason I say tier zero. Arguably. I'm not saying it's unbeatable tier zero, but in terms of representation, it is... is.
1: Let's. Just, it's, Let's put representation. It's arguably tier zero. That's I don't why think I, I, did, zero I did
0: say it was arguably tier zero. Not tier zero in that it can't be beat. Because it can definitely be beat. But when you talk about representation, because it's good, because it gets results, because it's consistent, that's blue hybrid. You want 100%. you want to tell a new player to get into the game? Blue hybrid, no doubt about it. W-
1: nah, we did that with Marvin. I'm sorry, Marvin. <laughs> we shouldn't have did that to Mar- you.
0: Marvin did it to himself. Marvin said, "Yeah, I think I'm gonna play I blue know. hybrid." He watched me play a whole match with you playing yellow hybrid, and I said, "Yeah, I think I'm gonna get in blue hybrid."
1: <laughs> Y'all <Yo>, fact.
0: <laughs> oh boy. How
1: dare us give give cancer to someone? Let like, stop. Right. <laughs> uh...
0: So that's Digifest. He actually
1: played it. He actually like he like. Went 0-4, something like that, in the tournament with Blue Harbor.
0: You know, it's a little bit of a learning curve. You gotta know, yeah, you gotta yeah, know yeah. what to facilitate when. It's there, it's funny yeah. listening to... It's, like, funny watching people say, like, I'm playing a Tier 1 deck in Boff when Boff was Tier 1. Why can't I win? Well, because you don't know how to play the motherfucking deck. That's why.
1: Sir, because you suck. <laughs> nice. you, gotta, you can't just jump
0: into the deck and expect it to be good. And I know Mar- Marvin's different, because, you know, Marvin's got all his game experience. But... um. But anybody, anybody else, if you're jumping into the game, you listen to this podcast. We're not, we're not shitting on you. Uh, we encourage you to play decks, learn decks. Our boy Ray, Ray jumped into the game. What? How long ago now? Maybe like six months.
1: Uh, whenever, right before Boff, uh, what was at BTC. Yeah, so like. BT5? Yeah, so it's
0: been about six months. Yeah. And look at him out here piloting Lilith Loop to a win, like.
1: I know, right? To a local champion. He used to look at look at that man. He girl. used to
0: look at Lilith Loop and he was like, "Oh my goodness, I can't even." I, I don't even want to think about these combos. Right, yeah. right. and now and now he's out here
1: piling it like you can do it. You just... now he, joined, he joined the dark side. <laughs> oh, shoot.
0: I broke my pen. Good job. Yeah, I'm so proud of you. Uh, let's just touch on Limitless real quick. Uh, Limitless. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, there's a lot of tournaments conducted on Limitless TCG, the website. Really cool place to see not only what is winning, but the deck list. Because every tournament requires you to submit a deck list. So you can come here and look at these topping decks and then see the subsequent deck list. So really cool stuff. Um, obviously, this the same thing is here. Blue hybrid, number one. 27 <clears throat> decks, 12.56% of the sh- of the win rate or, or of the share, whatever that means. Uh, win percentage is 60.87%. It has a total record of 70 40 and 5. Next is Jessmon with 27 decks. 54.13% win rate, which is not the next best. The actual best because...
1: Isn't it a Red Hybrid?
0: No. Uh, red... Or is this a new one? Is this a new version? No, it's just like an aggregate result.
1: Red Remember Hybrid. You, uh...
0: Oh no, Red Hybrid is super showing bad. us.
1: Nah, oh, nah, bro. Yeah, okay, it's a different one. Wait, it's a different I one. I wonder if they.
0: No, red, no, red ancient. It's because red ancient Greymon and red hybrid are two different things. Red ancient hey. Greymon is in third place. 43, 46 and 1 with 47.78% win rate. Uh, Jessmon has 59, 48 and 2 though. <laughs> Craziness. Even better. Uh, Number four is ancient, green ancient Troymon, which is. Is it? Wow. It's probably green hybrid is probably what yeah this it is. has to be uh 17 decks 38 35 and 1 51.35 percent win and then purple hybrid which is probably cherubimon
1: right yeah that's yeah. the only way you play uh purple hybrid. yeah so purple
0: hybrid 15 decks 36 26 and 2 56.25 percent win Number 6 is That's not bad. Yellow-Purple Hybrid, 27, 30, and 7. 15 representations at 42.19 win percent. But this one is a little bit skewered because Yellow-Shine-Greymon is counted as a separate deck with 12 decks, 26, 24, and 5 at 47.27 percent win rate. So these are two completely different variations. Total of 27. So in terms of representation, uh, this deck is probably at the top yellow hybrid uh yellows actually yeah it it is definitely at the top because they have yellow purple hybrid yellow shine graymon and then yellow hybrid that's a total of 34 total tops total record of math uh what is math let's see 38 uh 38 you can't do it this is 55 am i right there I'm just gonna take out the calculator. I'm sitting here doing math, and I got a calculator. 27 plus 26. I 12. can do
1: it. I just don't see the numbers. <laughs> All right. So win is
0: 65. Losses are cumulatively
1: 70. Wow, that's Oof. bad. So what, that becomes like a 47. 65, 45. 70,
0: and 14. Craziness. Yeah, that's something low. But in terms of representation, it is most definitely up there. Um they have other. What the hell is other?
1: <laughs> yeah, that that equals uh 48% win rate.
0: Oh, this is Lilith Loop. They just I don't like how they report this sometimes. Because they have loop here, and but then they have other and first deck and other is Lilith Loop. Second deck and other is Yellow Red Hybrid. Yellow red hybrid. It's one, two, one.
1: Sounds about right. Yeah. Some weird.
0: But yeah, basically all these decks are like, yeah, they, they didn't win much. Uh, her security control as a deck got absolutely obliterated, three and nine. Sounds about right. <laughs> but yeah, so y'all yeah, don't know, Limitless T- TCG, cool place to check out deck results. Um, And it basically just reinforces what we already know. Blue hybrid is the top. Jessmon is still strong. Red hybrids is a force to be reckoned with. Green hybrids is possibly the sleeper deck. Don't think enough people play it because I don't know. I really don't. Why? Why don't you guys play Green Hybrid? You you guys should answer that. I'm gonna post the question and, and you should answer that. And then Purple Hybrids, which is Charuby, the Church of Charuby, and then the accumulation of Yellow, Purple, Shine, Greymon Hybrids, whatever you call it. It's even they even count it as. Oh, I know this. What is this, worthless Control? It's even counted as Wartless Control. Oh my goodness. You could just really just list this damn deck as (laughs) Yellow Hybrid. Speaking of Yellow Hybrid, um, there was a win for Yellow Hybrid recently in a fairly big tournament, Mario's Circuit, by Zidane. Um, I saw his deck profile. Pretty nice deck profile. I like it. Um, Basically, the rundown on his deck is he is not playing the Kari, as everybody else is. He is playing Mimi.
1: You talking about a purple Kari? Yeah, purple Kari. Okay. He's playing
0: purple Mimi. His uh ah. his reasoning is that it helps him and it helps him when he's winning and losing. Whereas Kari kind of only helps when you're losing in a way.
1: Yeah, makes sense. Um
0: as far as like build, it's pretty standard. He's got two serafi two dinus, and a shine, two Susanumon. What was I telling you guys earlier about Susanumon? Uh Four Jet Sophie and a Singular Rise, I mean that's all standard. Uh, four Gazimon, a Singular Elakmon, barely standard. Four Purple Jawalt, a Blinding Ray, a Reinforcing and a Wyvern's Breath. I mean, as far as the deck goes, like, it's not spicy. This most spicy thing here is Mimi, but, you know, in terms of skill level, piloting it to 6-0 in uh, a tournament where there were 47 people, not too bad. The next three tops were Blue Hybrid. His matchups were uh, mirror match to yellow purple hybrid. He won. It doesn't tell me what the win was, unfortunately. So we don't know how many wins he took. But his matchups were yellow purple hybrid, red Jessmon, blue hexablau, and then three blue hybrid. So not too bad. I know it's definitely the, the matchup is definitely winnable against, against Jessmon. It, you just gotta hope that Jasmon doesn't come out the gates firing.
1: Yeah, they, you're basically hoping for a break. Exactly.
0: But yeah, so that's that. Um, and that basically rounds out this episode. That is BT7. Y'all know what it is. Blue Hybrid runs the show. But we are getting BT8 in three weeks.
1: Unfortunately. I,
0: I, I, I don't care. <laughs> I, I like BT7. BT7 gives me the deck oh, I do. that I'm running I for it. the next two formats. And that's what I looked forward uh, to. Gross. Because I've got, I've got some spice. Well, it's not spice. I'm. It's the standard. But I've been so excited to play this deck. I can't wait to get my hands on a Mon fold out.
1: Yeah, she's a spicy girl. Oh,
0: that's so spicy. But you know, we've got topics to cover for another day. We'll talk about BT9 and BT8 in due time. That being said, that rounds it out for this episode of DigiPod Digital Podcast um we will have more episodes coming soon trust me but just so you guys know it's it's we uh, i let you guys know in the last episode i just want to clarify it we are not dead we are definitely doing episodes and we are most definitely still involved it's just a matter of you know being a father Uh, pretty big things yeah getting these episodes out anyways that's gonna wrap it up until
1: we talk to you guys the next time peace out catch y'all the next one